Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Lady who joins us right now in the North Homestead Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram hotline always is. She's Mary Kay Cabot from theplaindealercleveland.com. Hi, Mary Kay. Hey, guys. How you doing? Hey, Bert. Uh, we are well. It's, uh, you know, Super Bowl's over, combine in a week, um, free agency not too far away. So we're in this little lull. And then news comes out that we've all, I, I know you've thought it, we've talked about it, Browns, Brazil, maybe. What do you What do you think? Well, I mean, they. it seems like they have a pretty good chance. Uh, they're, you know, some of the other teams that are, away games or, you know, however you want to look at it, home games for the Eagles. Um, you know, some of those other teams have other international responsibilities. So it does seem like the Browns have a pretty decent chance of, of being, uh, you know, the team that, that can go. There are others, of course, but it, it just seems like, you know, I've, I've seen Peter King saying that he feels good about it. And, um, you know, I've, I've kind of been checking into it myself. I would think Kevin Stefanski would want it based on everything that we talked about Greenbrier from last year and all these other, you know, kind of isolated movements for the team where they can kind of bond early in the season and then throughout the season. I I would think Kevin would be all all in, don't you? I would think so. Uh, You know, this is a team that does travel well. Uh, They got used to doing all of that last year. And I, you know, I think they can handle it. It's going to be a long trip if they get it. Um, and it's, you know, you, you've got to kick off the season and you want to get off on a, on a solid foot. Um, but I, I think they would welcome it. I, I think it would be good. And with, with that thought in mind, could you start a season with two road games? You know, if you're the Browns, might that three game? I, I don't know, Mary Kay. Is that, it's not a common thing in the NFL, but it might end up being, you combine that with a concert, what you have to do, would it, would it not? Yeah, it, it it would be probably what you would have to do. So you know that that's a consideration, um, but you know I I do think that um, you know it could unfold that way. So if you know if they go to the Greenbrier, and I'm I'm actually working on this stuff right now today as we speak. Um, so if they go to the Greenbrier, and then they go to Brazil, and then they go on the road, I mean that is going to be huge. a yeah. lot of traveling. Uh, you know, before you even really kind of get rolling. But, um, you know, I, I think, it, you know, it is what it is. And if they do go that route, once again, I think that they have demonstrated that they travel well. Mary Kay Cabot joining us. Deshaun Watson, Mary Kay, shoulder, throwing, march. What's uh, What are you reporting? Yeah, he's getting ready to start throwing soon. Um, he's, he's gearing up. He was back in the weight room at UCLA last week. He's just um, on a trip to Rome right now. And then when he gets home, he's going to be gearing up uh, to start throwing very soon. And that, you know, it, it probably 
won't be until, you know, sometime in March. But, you know, that either puts him on pace or a little ahead of schedule in his rehab, and that's a good sign for the Browns. All right. Uh, well, combine next week. Um, your thoughts on that, and what do you think they're going to have their – what are they going to be keying in on? Or do you think when they go to the combine, they just have an open mind to say, let's try to find the best players? What do you think? Well, you know, the combine is a place to do all kinds of business. So in addition to interviewing uh, college prospects, they will be talking to the agents for their own free agents. And sometimes, you you know, you start to lay the groundwork uh, for some other things that are going to happen in free agency. So a lot of business gets done in Indy. Everybody's there. It's, you know, it's, it's fun. It's exciting to be there. You know, you get to talk to all of the coaches in the NFL and get their uh, thoughts on, on different players. But it says much about um, the league year opening on March 13th uh, with the legal tamper, tampering period starting March 11th. Uh, it says much about that as it is interviewing and working, you know, and, and watching the uh, college prospects work out. All right, I saw a couple of things that I thought, all right, are guys just trying to get some clicks here and, and make some noise, or are these things legit? And Mike Tannenbaum, former Jets GM, threw out a possible what he, what he thought. You know what? I'd trade Deshaun Watson to the Giants and get Daniel Jones. And then there was an analytics writer who wrote, you know what? Justin Fields to the Browns for Deshaun Watson. I, th- that thought of, of trading Deshaun Watson never popped into my head, Mary Kay. Should it, or is this just, I mean, is that anything that you think could be on the table? You know, I haven't heard anything like that. So at this point, I would be very surprised about that. Um, but by the same token, you know, until you really start to dig into off-season thoughts, plans, hopes, dreams, you never really know quite exactly what they're thinking. And you know, we'll have a, a much better idea. I'm guessing that next week when we have Kevin Stefanski and Andrew Barry, uh, that, you know, that they will probably say that that, you know, that that has not even entered their mind is what my guess is. But we haven't had an opportunity to talk to them about those kinds of things yet. I That never occurred to me that they would do something like that. Uh, you know, so far, anything that we've heard about Deshaun coming out of their mouths for 2024 is that he's poised for a big season they're really excited about him we know they went out and they they got ken dorsey in part because he's worked with dual threat quarterbacks so it seems like a lot of the offseason so far and the changes have been geared towards deshaun watson right now i'm just not feeling what those guys are putting out there i agree with you completely it's not a thought that that popped into my head but i, I did think it would take another team obviously willing to take on that contract and thinking that deshaun was was good to go and, and ready ready to roll, and it would take the Browns thinking this isn't going to work, and how can we get out of this contract? And I, I don't think either one of those things are on the table. I, I think the Browns want to see it through, and if I'm another team, I'm I'm hard pressed to take on that deal. No. Yeah, I mean, you know, some of these other teams once again have uh, shelled out the big bucks for their quarterbacks as well, but you have to remember that. Uh, the Browns, in addition to the money, also gave up three first-round picks. So yep. unless they really felt like they were 100% ready to move on, and I haven't gotten that sense at all, uh, then something like this isn't in the cards. So, you know, I'm just, as of right now, I'm going to say uh, that I just don't see anything like that happening. Uh, Mary Kay, it's, it was funny. I was reading Hey Mary Kay, which I love that, that column you write, too. But I thought there was an interesting 
you had an interesting line in there about Joe Flacco and that the Browns would try to try to extend him. And then and then the answer, I'll let you give the rest of the answer there too. But I, I mean, does that I, I don't know. That that's intriguing to me. And I wonder what the Browns could actually say to him that would maybe make him not want to hit the market if they are in on it. Like I just I as I read it, I was like, wow, this is pretty interesting. Well, as I mentioned before, by the time you get home from the NFL combine, you have a pretty good idea of which teams might be interested in you and which teams might not be interested in you. There are back-channel discussions that take place with teams. So I think by that point, uh, by the time it's time to head into free agency, I think Joe is going to have a pretty good idea of what his market is going to be. And at that point, it's just a matter of him uh, trying to decide, does he want to come here and have an opportunity to start in the event maybe Deshaun isn't quite ready yet at the very beginning, which doesn't, you know, that's not in the cards either, but, um, or that he falters some or something doesn't go right. Uh, You know, he would have to hope for uh, something like that in order to get an opportunity to start or not hope that Deshaun gets hurt. That's not what I mean, but that's really the only way that he's going to start a game is if Deshaun's hurt. And uh, go ahead. No, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Finish your thought. No, that's okay. Do you think there's any chance that Dorian Thompson Robinson is the backup quarterback for the team next year? No, I really don't think so. I think they learned and recognized last year that they need to have a veteran backup. So one way or the other, I believe they will have a veteran backup. And if it's not Joe, if he does find another opportunity where he might get a chance to start somewhere or compete for a starting job, then you know, then they'll they'll look at Jacoby Brissett and they'll look at Joshua Dobbs and some of these other guys. So yes, I do think that they will, and I have been writing that that they will have a veteran quarterback on the roster. Obviously, the Browns need to add defensive linemen for the second year in a row, Mary Kay. Do you think the preference is to bring back as many of the guys that are free agents right now? Moher, Shelby Harris, Zadarius, Jordan, Jordan Elliott, or is it to just bring in other guys to play those spots? Well, some of those guys will be, uh, you know, interchangeable if they find other opportunities or more money elsewhere. Uh, so, so that can happen with some of them. But I know they would like to bring back. I'm sure they'll try to bring back Zadarius. I know they really like him a lot. Um, you know, Moe's coming off of a torn pack. Jordan is their um, draft pick. But they like those guys. They really like them. So I think they'll make an attempt to, um, you know, to re-sign most of them. I think they were pretty happy with their defensive line for the most part. Mary Kay, I, we just haven't had a chance to talk about this with you, and I'm just I, I'm just curious your thoughts on that. It, with losing Bill Callahan to, so he can go coach with his son, I, what's the impact in the locker room? What's the impact among the guys that are playing on the offensive line that have you know been listening to him for the last couple of years? And and in some ways, you might even say he's you know he's he's made them in some ways, depending on who the player is, but that he has taken some of these guys to the level that maybe. They, maybe they didn't even think. So I'm just curious, how is that going to impact what we don't see as fans? Well, I, I think it will have an impact because he is obviously one of the best in the business, but there are other really good offensive line coaches, and I think Andy Dickerson is one of them. He was not only interviewed for that position here, but for the offensive coordinator spot, and I think that's significant. I mean, he's, he's good enough uh, to have interviewed for a pretty big promotion, uh, so I think they're getting a really, really good experienced coach. And, you know, they'll get some new thoughts and some new ideas. 
And the people that are in place right now, of course, including Kevin Stefanski, you know, they, they know what Bill Callahan uh, was coaching those guys. So, you know, they, it, in terms of, you know, blocking schemes and the running game and all that kind of stuff, uh, you know, some of that stuff is going to get passed down to other coaches and the new coaches that are here. So there will be some carryover. But in addition to that, there will be a new vibe and new energy and new thoughts. And I don't think that, you know, can ever be a bad thing. Mary Kay, looking forward to your coverage of the Combine and everything else this offseason. Thanks for being with us. Thanks, Mary Kay. Sure. Sure. Thanks, guys. Mary Kay Cabot, Plain Dealer, Cleveland.com, joining us on the North Olmstead Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram Hotline. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. minutes we go to Goodyear Arizona Zach Meisel covers the Guardians for the Athletic Zach's going to join us we're going to talk a little bit of Guardians baseball a little bit of outfield it's going to make me feel warm a little bit of starting rotation all coming up about 20 minutes I'm Jeff Phelps my buddy over there is Andy Baskin Mm -hmm. this is another one of those things where is this wrong at this point and should this be fixed or is this just hey you know, take responsibility, do what you're supposed to do, and be done with it. At the Genesis Invitational over the weekend, uh, out in Los Angeles, Riviera Country Club, the famous Riviera Country Club in Los Angeles. Famous. First of all, well, it's great, yeah. Tiger Woods withdrew. Yeah. He, but he was ill. Yeah. That was the word anyway. So he was out. And then Jordan's, Jordan Spieth had a, a terrific opening round 66. 
and then kind of didn't do as well on Friday. And he double bogeyed his last hole, and he, he shot a 73. And so he was 10 shots out of the lead after this. And then he was informed that he signed an incorrect scorecard. Yes, in golf, the official scoring is still done by guys carrying a scorecard in their pocket and the other guy keeping score for you and then you verifying it and having to sign a wet piece of paper because it's been on some guy's backside all day long as he's walking around the golf course. And that's how the official scoring is done. Is, is, are we past that as a society? Yes. Maybe? Yes. I, like, I give him, Spieth, a lot of credit for just owning to it. He did. Owning on up to yeah. it. He's he like, hey, said, hey, I, I love this game, up. and I know it's part of the game, but come on. Big deal. So maybe make him go back and just go, hey, let's make sure. You, I think you should get one challenge flag on this. And if you're wrong, uh, you come back and be like, oh, oh, you know what? I did. Or what if you're bad at math and you make a mistake? I just think it's stupid. There's just no reason for it. I mean, I understand why he why he said, hey, I made a mistake. I'm good. I'm cool with it. I, I can't imagine how much money it cost him. But at the end of the day, you're talking about an extremely uh, technologically solid sport where they can have boards throughout the uh, the event so everyone can see them electronically. And you're trying to tell me that we're still relying on the fact that and it wasn't even him that made the mistake. It was his playing partner. Well, right? but he didn't catch it. You're, you're supposed to just verify ridiculous. your score. So and then you sign the card. I'm sorry. I, I would just think this. It just adds to the snootiness of the game. Now, th- think back, what, Andy, e- even 25, 30 years ago. Okay, you, might, you might have a PGA Tour event where – a, a, you know, group tees off early in the day or whatever and blah, blah, blah. They don't have a, a bunch of people following them. You always have somebody walking with you, though. Right. There's always somebody from the tournament at least carrying a sign or whatever. And I can tell you back in the late 80s, they had people scoring that were just sitting in a chair up on by uh, up by the hole, and their only job was to be on a two-way to be like two, three, four. And they would report it back to the official scores area, and that's and so you've got. Although, if you're sitting at a chair at the green on a par five, you don't know if a guy dubbed a shot in the fairway on his second shot. Okay, well, so then you've got. Okay, so first you've got you, then you've got the person you're playing with, then you've got caddies, then you've got um, tour officials that are walking with you. I, I, I mean, this is uh, Jeff. This is from the eighties. Yeah. I'm not even talking about modern day. Well, let me, let me throw this thought at you: If Live Golf can afford to give hundreds of millions of dollars to guys to just come out, okay, just just come over here and play, hey, we'll, we'll just pay you. And the PGA Tour gets billions of dollars now added from some rich guys who are trying to pump up the tour. Don't you think they can hire an official scorer for each crew, e- each group that goes out? And, and take care of that and take this aspect out of the game, at least at some major tournaments. You know, I, it was back in the 60s when Roberto DiVincenzo was DQ'd from the Masters for signing an incorrect scorecard. Had he had his scorecard not been uh, incorrect and had he not signed it, he would have been a playoff in a playoff to win the Masters. 
So it cost him a chance to possibly win the Masters. What would happen, you know, let, let's just say Spieth, Tiger Woods, John Rahm is in the Masters. Right. And, you know, Mickelson, Mickelson at his age, making a charge on, on day four, and he, he, you know, forces a playoff, and, and they sign an incorrect scorecard. With everything you have tech, technologically these days, I, I would think that golf might want to rethink that rule just a little bit, you know, and, and just let's get this right, and we're not going to DQ you because you signed It's a, a very, very harsh penalty. It's archaic. Yeah. You know, it, it, in this day and age, it's archaic. Slater is in Hinkley, home of some fine golf courses, Slater. Hilly. Hilly courses, too. Uh, yeah, there's actually one called Pine Hills. Uh, yes. which I live right down the road from. Very nice. Um, I'll throw in uh, Hinkley Hills and Ironwood as well. Uh, yep, Ironwood, uh, Metro Parks Golf Course now, uh, just so everyone knows. Um, I may work for the Metro Parks, perhaps. <laughs> maybe, maybe not. Hmm. Um, Give so, me Sleepy uh, Hollow, too. I love Sleepy uh, oh, That's yeah. Brexville. It's on Hinkley. It's a Metro Park. Yeah, okay. Okay. It, it is. This is what I have to deal with, Slater. Like, well, we I'm were trying to sit Hinkley here. golf courses. Yeah, but I'm sitting here trying to promote Metro Parks. Valier is still in, what a great, in Hinkley, isn't it, What Slater? a great treat we have uh, here in Northeast. Ba- Valier is in Hinkley. Yep. Uh, I, think it's, I think it's almost, uh, I think it's on the border. I mean, it's pretty yep. close. It's in yeah, Hinkley. It's, it's close. Its address is Hinkley. Yep. Okay. So I coach at the college level, right? Um, we Game. do not have golf. <laughs> Yes, uh, yes. I coach um, Division Three golf. We do not have cameras following us. We don't have shot link. Uh, we have none of that. When we're done with a round, you know, whoever we're playing with, we go to our playing partners, whoever's keeping score for us, and we go over our score. The so it's it should be easy for PGA Tour guys to know what their score is, but. The rule, uh, the PGA, the RNA, everyone that has to do with the, the rules committees, they are so slow with changing anything because they want to keep that classic aspect of the game. And it's, it's hard. I mean, you know, think, think of the hitting out of a divot rule, you know, like that, that thing's need to be changed forever. Mm-hmm. But they, they're still slow on it just because they want to keep the old rules of the game. So, you know, as far as, uh, you know, disqualifying someone, if, if you want to give them a two-stroke penalty, I, I'd be okay with that. I, I think uh, that's just, fair, too. Yeah. Just so that way, you know, you're not – because I mean, a DQ, I mean, that's, that's a big deal. It could you know, cost you tons of money. Right. And, you know, not, not that I weep for those guys and their wallets, but at the same time, you know, they do make a good amount of money for coming in 20th place. So – you know, I just think it's it's time for the rules committees to kind of come into the 21st century. They're already talking about, you know, changing, you know, the, the golf ball and, you know, I mean, the, the equipment and everything is, I mean, the highest tech you can get. So I think it's time for the game and the rules to move forward as well. Slater, good stuff. Good stuff. Thank Slater, you. Slater, thank you. Good luck and, this and season. Te- technically, you. you could pull that off. Could you not, Slater? I mean, there's enough technology. You have people walking with the groups. You could have somebody keep score, right? I mean, there's still, I mean, you know, like the, there's people at baseball games that still carry a scorebook. So people do it at, go- at golf tournaments, too. I saw it. I was at the Waste Management Open last week. So, you know, there's people that that are not affiliated with the course or the PGA or whatever. They're keeping score. So, 
someone other than whoever is playing will know what the score is. So and you're if, not the guy Zach Johnson yelled at, are you? Uh, I I am not. No. Okay, good. All um, right, good. That was although that was pretty entertaining to watch. It, it was it was entertaining to be there as a golf guy. Uh, you know, we're my wife and I we're not huge partiers or whatever, uh, but we did enjoy you know watching people fall in the mud. That was pretty funny. <laughs> there's some great video, All right, from Slater. That. Thank you, buddy. Thank you, Slater. Some, I would liken this right there. I would liken this to scoring bowling by hand with a grease pencil, so that it could project up on the screen before you went down the lane. Like, these things are in the same boat. Do you know how to keep scoring bowling? I do, because I had to learn when I was a kid. Yeah, I do too. Menigan, do you know how? I learned at one point. I don't know if I could do it anymore. You don't need to anymore. No, you don't. But uh, if you want to play in the PGA, you do. You got to learn how to use a grease pencil. I I just... Do you know what a grease pencil? Absolutely, I know what a grease pencil. Just making sure. Come on. I, I would just think that at this point, they need to just say, hey... It's not worth it's a stupid. Rule. It's not worth DQing one of our star players or, or anybody. I I can respect what he's saying that it's a two stroke penalty. I can I can respect that. That still seems a little hard. I, I almost think you especially even because bother. let me get this straight and tell me if I'm wrong because the story that I read this morning I looked and, and at remember check. a player is supposed to check his score with the other player every hole. Every hole. Okay. Well, Jordan clearly didn't do that. No. And it sounds to me like Jordan came in to the scoring area, perhaps had to use the restroom, and that's why he didn't look over it too severely, and then just came back, and then he had to go back, then he went back into the scoring area, and then they're like, oh, and then they were DQ'd. When I was in high school, Uh-oh. I played on the golf team. And you had to go to the bathroom? Well, I'm sure at some There's point during, I, I, I think at some point during high school I did. We used to get into, and you know, we played at Woodridge, and we had four good golfers and me. So we used to get into it with those nasty Coventry Comets. Oh, everyone talks about that rivalry. I hear people all the time. Two things happened. One, I was completely in the wrong, but I wasn't. There was, if you played high school golf, it's real loose. You know, people don't, under, you might not realize that it is. But, you know, like if, if the ball, and depending on, you know, who you're playing with and all that, I, I made a mistake. I left a putt on the edge, and we had kind of been playing kind of loose. And instead of tapping it in, I just knocked it away. Okay? So I didn't finish the hole. Absolutely golf wrong. The kid that was I was playing against from Coventry didn't say anything until we got done with the round. And he said, you didn't finish hole number five. And I thought, are you kidding me? Because... It just was commonplace in high school golf. You know, you just get the ball out of there. My score, had it counted, we would have tied the match. <laughs> oh, the no. Yeah, so we lost. <laughs> Oops. And then the same kid, the next year, my buddy Robbie, I played with Robbie, mm-hmm. we get back in, and the kid said, you didn't have a seven on number four. You had an eight. And... I was like, no, I didn't. I had a seven. And this is why, if you're, you're why you're supposed to talk out on the course, right? And they got into it, and the other coach comes up to our kid, mm-hmm. who his nickname was Hardcore because he would he was the kid was not going to back down. My yeah, yeah. my teammate, my boy. Oh, I love this. And the coach came up to him and like got into his face. Ooh, better. I, I won't tell you what he said because this is a 
it's still FCC regulations. Okay. Stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it was, oh. Those, no punches thrown? Those nasty Coventry Comets, man. Wrestling? You yeah. know who you are, Comets. Jeff? I actually ran into a, one of the guys I Wait, played Wait, was there a physical there. altercation? That's what I want to um, know. No. Oh. But my buddy threatened one to the coach. <laughs> so what was the final outcome of that? Uh, Seven. Because they didn't decide on the course, they made him take an eight. Oh, because they didn't decide yeah. on the course. Gotcha. Yeah. Oh. yeah, but, you know. So what happens if they if you have a dispute on the course? Um, then you, you throw down. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> like a wrestling match? That'd be I, awesome. I ran into a guy who played for Coventry's golf team okay. several years ago, maybe 10 years ago. And I said, hey, do you remember? Yes, I remember. <laughs> it was fun. Uh, Zach Meisel. Covers the Guardians for the Athletic. Might have played some golf out in Arizona oh, yeah. while he's out there. I don't know. He's watching baseball. We're talking baseball with Zach next here on Baskin and Phelps. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.